<laughs> Welcome back to the Silverware Podcast. I am your host, Brandon. I am joined by my wonderful co-host, Mike, Brian, and as well as lowercase Devin with a D. Uh, we're here. We're <laughs> Fuck, I fucked up the intro so bad. I'm so sorry. <laughs> yeah, no, restart. <laughs> that was yeah. fine, bro. That was fine. Devin, Devin is just the so hard not to laugh. I'm so, I'm so you were right. laughing the whole time. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm sorry. All right. Restart. <laughs> All right. Collect yourself. Little lowercase D. <laughs> no, no, low key. Low key, keep that in. I kind of like that. That's kind of funny. Okay. <laughs> you know what keep all this in hey everybody welcome to the silverware podcast i'm doing brandon's job for him because he cannot professionally collect himself so what? yeah so yeah let's get started for today how's everybody doing brandon opened up the show with calling me his cactus slime how do you guys feel about that slime cactus slime cactus <laughs> Uh, honestly i'm just happy that you don't sound like you're in a pringles game anymore i'm very proud i know i got a mic even though amazon oh, broke my first one so i'm using a spare and everyone listening right now should actually just go outside and check if the eclipse is coming over because that never happens you know mike's devin's audio quality was just just wonderful maybe me. because i was using airpods you know i didn't have a microphone no you, you use toilet airpods as you explained before Yes, yeah, I did. Okay, all right. I bought AirPods, and after a couple months of using them, I was listening to my tunes while taking a, a dookie, and I I don't know how, but they fell between my legs and fell in the toilet. Did you hit into something? I mean, they're attached into your ear. I don't know. How'd they fall out? I don't know. They fell out of my ear. And yes, Mike, I had to go, I had to go fishing for them. That's uh, yeah, yeah, was, too much information. It, was, it wasn't. It wasn't my most proudest moment, but I, I spent two hundred dollars on those, so I wasn't. I mean, I mean, I'm not. I'm not gonna lie. I remember <laughs> in high school, I was, I was one of the only kids that didn't have a smartphone yet, and I dropped that phone in the in the toilet. So you know, I could. Really, oh mm. man, that sucks. I I, I, had to, I had to fish that out. Yeah. My my first cell phone, I failed to realize that I had it in my pocket while I was swimming for three hours <laughs> in a pool. And as I'm getting out, I feel something swishing in my pocket, and I reach in. I'm like, "Oh no!" Did it work? You idiot! And then, and then my my buddy's dad is like, "Maybe you can put it in rice." I'm like, "I don't think it's gonna work." Did it end up working? Does, that, does oh, that ever oh, work? I feel no. like I, I don't no. believe that actually. Yeah, I don't it, does. it does. It does. It does. Because rice, what rice does is, if it's not in the water for a while, it actually soaks water. up all the moisture. What did you just say? Did you say water? No, I said water. Yeah, you said water. Anyway, back when I used to sell phones and stuff, because yes, listeners, I used to do that for a living. Um, yeah, if the, the rice trick is actually very helpful, only if you were your phone is subjected to a little small amount of water. If it's a lot, then yeah, it's not gonna not gonna save it. Unfortunately, you well, can always Brandon, try it though. Well, Brandon, you must know everything. I. I you're like the Google doctor. Like you, you're a doctor because you can Google everything. No, he's but he's he no, he's he Bing, Bing though. He's the, Bing the guy that's. He's the Bing doctor. He doesn't use Google. I, I do apologize for the intro, everyone. Too, I was uh, a little bit. I couldn't stop laughing because yeah, because you called me my. What would you say, my cactus slime? I've never <laughs> no, heard you say that. Slime cactus. What he's is a slime? He, we he still start, haven't addressed he, it. What is big, a slime cactus? Slime cactus. Come on. Well, the best part was that he talked about the lowercase d. You got the yeah. That's the best. Yeah, that's, and, that's bullshit. And you're currently recording underneath a blanket right now, which just makes it 10 times funnier to me. First just, off, just it's cold, it's warm, and it's cozy. And you know what? I'm scared of monsters. So hey, that's, that's fine. That's fine. But anyways, guys, sorry about that. Like I said, sorry about that intro. Um, to, I just wanted to kick everything off, make sure everyone's doing okay. Uh, anyways, I always wanted to ask this. What's everyone watching right now? Anybody got a TV show that they're watching at the moment? Anybody getting and binge watching something at all or getting into something that's pretty good? Any recommendations right now? Oh, yeah, I, I got one. Oh, Mike, you, would you? No, no, no. After you, gentlemen. Uh, all right. Uh, I mean, I guess I haven't been getting into it, but like, I guess Invincible just came out. With the That's what I was about to say. Yep. Yeah. And it's uh, been pretty good. It's been, actually, I'm, only two, I'm only two episodes in the second season. Have oh. you not? Have you not watched the first season? Are, are you talking to me? No, I'm talking to Brandon. 
No, no, no. I, I watched the first season. The thing is, I don't like weekly shows. I just wait for them all to come out, and then I binge them accordingly. That's what I I, I, I feel that. I do that. Yeah, I get that. Because I can't stand it, bro. It, it bugs the shit out of me. It's like, oh, my God. I got to wait like that long, and then I just try to find something else to do in the meantime. Dude, Brian, what... wait, yeah, Brian, what about you? Did you watch it yet? Uh, I haven't seen it yet. No, I'm I'm waiting. I'm I'm doing some Samoda Brandon where I'm waiting for a good couple of episodes to come out before I watch a lot of them in a row. I've seen the first season; it was really good. And since I watched the first season, YouTube, Instagram, and every other sort of social media decided, "Hey, I'm a, I'm gonna give you all these recommendations of these stories from the comic books, which are most likely gonna be adapted to the show, so you know all this stuff now." Which I don't mind. It's it makes things more interesting, keeps me more interested in the story of Invincible. And yeah. I'm I'm excited to see season two. I just want to wait for a good few episodes, like probably like five or six to come out before I start watching it. I just um, remember like when you first showed me the show and you always you always were trying to get me to watch like different animes and stuff like that, and I'm just never into it. And then you're like, Well, it's not really an anime it's not really an anime and I was like, I don't know, I'm not really into these it's, type it's of shows. An anime, it's an anime like Teen Titans was anime. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm not like interested in those shows usually, but I remember one episode in he just starts freaking brutally murdering people and I'm Spoiler like, oh, alert, Devin, spoiler. Yeah, was, oh okay, everyone well, he didn't has, say who okay, he didn't ev- say who. everyone has seen everyone who's watched the show or is been watching the show has probably seen season one so if you haven't that's on them that show's been out for like two three years that's on them not my fault all right so warning spoilers so go ahead oh i was just basically saying how i saw a cartoon man basically brutally murder people i was like you know what this is pretty good I love I love the I love cartoons that are extremely violent. Speaking of Robert Kirkman, the guy who did Invincible, he also did Walking Dead. And man, last night I went back and I I, I told myself, you know, I'm just gonna watch the earlier seasons of The Walking Dead and see how good the show was. I didn't watch like a whole lot of episodes yesterday. I just watched the pilot episode of The Walking Dead yesterday, and my God, it still holds up. Just that first pilot episode is probably one of my favorites. It. it it, it matches Game of Thrones. It matches Lost. I mean, it's it's a fucking great pilot episode. I still think it's phenomenal. I have never watched The Walking Dead. Not one episode. After season five, it gets really bad. I, I remember the whole like craze with The Walking Dead. Everybody was mm-hmm. watching it pretty much. At least in our town, everybody was fucking watching that show. Yeah. Especially anybody who had AMC was watching it. And I remember like my family wasn't really big into it. We watched like I think my parents watched that episode. Our show was a similar show that was going on around the same time called Falling Skies. I heard that was pretty good too. FX that was that was pretty good. Stuff. It's just it's just a somewhat similar story of it's the apocalypse and everything, but instead of it being zombies, it's aliens. Mm-hmm. And the aliens can like abduct people and make them into more aliens, essentially. And it's it's kind of similar, it's kind of similar grounds, but I thought it was a good story. So we watched that one instead of Walking Dead. And yeah, it, I like yeah. You, you either watched like uh you either watched The Walking Dead, which was really big at the time, or Game of Thrones, which was just literally came out at the same time, or you watched both. I mean, the the those were two juggernauts, but the problem was Game of Thrones kept getting better and better while The Walking Dead just kept slowly, you know, excuse the pun intended, but decaying pretty much in the writing department, you know, but still it's, it's the first couple seasons of The Walking Dead are fucking phenomenal. I highly recommend anybody go out and watch them. They're, they're, they're they still hold up pretty well. Yeah. D- during that time, I was a big uh, Game of Thrones guy. I remember, I remember okay. I watched like, I literally like seven episodes in one day when I first started watching it. I was like, holy shit, this show is so good. So good. But, I also, I don't know, I don't know if you guys have similar, I don't know, people with interactions with this, but every time I talk about someone with Walking Dead, oh yeah, I watched like the first like four seasons that I stopped watching it. Like I, yeah. I, I was like, I was like that too. And I'm like, damn, I feel like everyone just stopped watching it after like season four or like season five. Well, um, Brian, when did you, did you ever like, you didn't, well, you said you didn't watch it, right? I have never seen more more than a 10 second clip of the walking dead ever Devin, you said you never watched it either i've never watched a single episode before damn okay yeah i mean to be honest with you like the show like the first five seasons of the show are really really well done like the first season's great the second season a lot of people didn't like it was more of a drama but it was still pretty good third and fourth are really good and fifth sorry as well but season six you really start seeing writing flaws 
And uh, it's just it's just not good because they do this thing called boomerang writing, where at the like let's say the start of the season you get to you get a viewpoint of a character, well then they do like a fake out death, or they'll or you'll just never find out what happens to them till the end of the fucking season, and they'll just continue with sub storylines and filler episodes. It just got to the point where it's still infuriating. It was so bad that when AMC premiered the 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 first episode had 17 million viewers who watched the pilot episode, the highest in AMC history. By the end of the show, which was last year, it only uh, accumulated 2 million viewers. That's how long that just ended last year. Are you kidding me? Yeah, it's been Wait, really? that long. Yep. Holy and they had a whole bunch of subseries, which are not as good. I, I've only seen one, which was okay, which was Dead City. Then they have Daryl Dixon, which is the one in Paris. But yeah, it, it lost over 94% of its fan base, which is absolutely terrible. So, talk about a drop-off. Speaking of drop-offs, <clears throat> excuse me, speaking of drop-offs, I don't know why that reminded me of this, but I forgot to ask, how was your guys' Thanksgivings? Because I, I have a... I, me and my family got on this topic um, about Thanksgiving foods, and then it transitioned into other foods. But before I get into that, how was you guys' Thanksgiving? More uh, relaxed than many years past. I'll say good. that. I mean, what'd you guys do? I mean, I know what I did, and I had some interesting conversations. But I just want to hear what you guys did first. Yeah, I mean, mine was mine was pretty chill. We just hung out, watched football, ate some food. Yes, yeah. yeah, man. So yeah, my I, not, I just, not very eventful. Yeah, I, I had some pizza. This you <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Okay, wait, this goes exactly pause. to what I was about to ask. Wait, what? you had you had but before I get into it, you had pizza for Thanksgiving. Yeah. yeah. Pizza. Yeah. Like, like Papa John's? No, it was Domino's. No, I had uh, I bought uh, Pizza Hut. Which was a terrible decision because pizza oh. tastes like shit. Whoa, 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 whoa! whoa, whoa. Nobody had pizza the hut. Okay, first off, we're not going there. <laughs> Secondly, <laughs> you, you, you had pizza. I, I I couldn't. I literally. So, for instance, um, we didn't get a turkey this year because we forgot. Okay, not. I know that sounds really stupid, but we were really busy with stuff around the house and stuff like that. So. My Fair. parents and I, they were like, you know, just go out and get something. We'll all get our own meals and everything. And I said, okay. So I went I went and got Pizza Hut. And look, I normally do not mind Pizza Hut. Okay. Last time I went to Pizza Hut, it was with uh, Brian, Devin, and uh, Tom, which is Brian's brother. Um, and uh, Mike was there in spirit. But man, the Pizza Hut was so yeah. good. But then a year, almost a year and a half later, I go back and it's just, it tastes like cardboard. But it hasn't been a year and a half. It was it was in it was in June. It hasn't been a year and a half. Please, well, okay. I feel like a damn. Uh, wow. Okay. What wrong? Anyway, what's wrong with you? Yeah, what was your point? I'm sorry. I'm just well. The, it's just it made me think about you know what do you guys eat on Thanksgiving? And we talked about you know everyone pretty much eats the same traditional stuff. I feel like you know some people may differ, but I, me and my family were having this conversation. We were talking about kind of like weird foods we ate growing up. When you guys were kids, like real little kids, do you guys have any like weird like food combinations that you ate or that just seemed really weird? I can tell you mine and people always look at me really funny for it, but I I can justify it. But I want to hear what type of weird foods you guys ate as little kids because you, you guys didn't understand how to, you know, make a sandwich. So you just threw shit together and ate it. Do you guys have anything like that? I'll give you an example. Like I ate peanut butter and saltine cracker sandwiches. That was one thing. Like stuff like that. What what was wrong with that? that okay, that, no, th that's what I mean. Like weird different combinations where you just you don't. No, make I've, sense. I've never really heard that. Like yeah, I've had, I, I've also had ketchup sandwiches when I was little, like really little. Oh. All right, yeah. that's odd. Yeah, no, I had cheese sandwiches before. You had what? Cheese sandwiches, like what? just literally that's, just take cheese. That's just a just just an ungrilled grilled cheese essentially. Pretty much, yeah. But yeah. I used to do this thing when I was little. I was like five years old. And every time I tell people this, they're like, what is wrong with you? And I was like, bro, I was five. So you guys know bacon, right? No. What is no, it? we don't know what bacon nah. is. Does it come from uh, lettuce or tomato? What, what is it? All right, jackass. All right, so <laughs> I would. So I thought, you know, bacon, is a, that's how you ate it. So I would just pull it out of the package and just start eating it straight from the package. 
and I would ah. all, yeah, I would just eat raw bacon, like all of it. That's is interesting. That, is that weird? Uh, yeah, Devin, that, that explains yeah, a lot, actually. I was weird. I was five. Well, um, yeah, I didn't understand that you had to. I think the ketchup, ketchup sandwich is worse. Yeah, yeah, I that's what I'm thinking. Like my one, I forget who said it, but I knew somebody had always called bacon like the candy of all meats. So I just thought you just kind of ate it like that. I never got sick, not once. Just my mom came into the kitchen and I was kneeled down in front of the fridge, just housing packets of bacon, and she's just like, "What are you doing?" I was like, "Wait, wait, wait plural, not just a pack, multiple packs." Oh, I would as much bacon as we had. I would just go at it. Oh my gosh. Dude, oh yeah. I, I ate a lot of raw bacon. I used to eat raw bacon and raw hot dogs like it was. Nothing. You sometimes know, I would, sometimes I would wrap the raw hot dogs in the bacon. The only time I ever had like a really bad combination was uh, at really early in the morning. My parents left. They went. This was like back when I was like eight years old. I um, they just bought a batch of uh, what is it? Damn um, cookie. What was it called? Ah, sh- I can't. I can't think of the word. I don't know what's cookie wrong. With it. Yeah, cookie dough. Yeah, yeah there it goes. So they bought, a, they bought a whole batch of cookie dough, right? And it came like in this huge bucket. So I saw it. I ate half of it. And then 20 minutes later, I went ahead and I unwrapped like four fudge rounds. And that whole entire night, I was throwing up the whole entire night. It was See, so that's bad. the difference between you and me. I ate raw hot dogs wrapped in raw bacon. And I didn't throw up. And I was only five because I was built different. You can't yeah. have a snack past 9 p.m. or else your well, stomach will implode. Well, now I can't. But back then I used to be able to. I mean, I used to eat cereal and that's pizza. Called and... For, that's called foreshadowing, my friend. Yeah, I know. Wow. It pretty much is. Listen, all right. Every, and cookie dough is great, you know. It is. 100% it is. Fantastic. Okay. So I actually got one more thing to ask you guys. So, um. We got a DM. We got our first Instagram DM for a topic to talk about. And Wait, we, from, we had human interaction? We did. We had human interaction. Hey. And it's not from our follower out in the Netherlands or Belgium. That's what Belgium, yeah. Belgium, yeah. Shout yeah. yeah. out to whoever you are Belgium. in Belgium. We freaking love you. But <laughs> Also, like the five people who listen to us in Kansas. Yeah. Dude, shout out. Shout out, but to Kansas, they got nothing really better to do in Kansas. So shout out. We love you guys. Thank you. Wow, I mean, they know it too. There's what, what's there to do in Kansas? I've been to Kansas. A lot. Have you been to Kansas? Yeah. You, you know, you, you watch you've ne- grass you've grow. Never, you, you've never been to Kansas. I have definitely been to Kansas. My they job, have. you know, takes me everywhere. Brendan, you don't, you know, I'm not going there, but okay. As I was saying, so we got a shout out um, is from a mutual friend of mine and a big fan of the podcast, probably our number one fan right now. His name's Tom. Um, Great guy. Shout out, Tom. We love you. Um, Thank thank you for the question. Tom's question is actually an interesting one. I don't know if Brian or Brandon will know some of the people, but I know Mike will. So Tom's question was, (laughs) who wins in a brawl? If a brawl goes down, the Silverware podcast versus Impulsive with Jake Paul and the Nelk Boys. <laughs> Are they all together? Yeah, they're all together. So, first off, we're outnumbered. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. It, it's um, 4v like almost 10 at that point. <laughs> so, what I'm going to do is I'm going to narrow it down to the all the main people. I'm going to take out, um, the new people on Impulsive, I forget his name. I think his name's Jeff. He sucks. I don't like him. Um, so I'm just going to have Mike and Logan Paul. I don't know anything about Mike, but he's he's all right. Like, he, he's kind of just full of himself. Like, he's just more like, I overcame drugs, and that's my whole personality. Like, that's awesome. But Dude, he definitely can't fight. There's no yeah, way. No, he can't fight. He's like 48 years old and old. Like, there's no way he can fight. So he's going to he rely just, on – he's he going to rely on – he's going to rely on Logan, Jake. And the Nelk boys – I. I Nelk boys don't scare me at all. I mean, if you stack us up, like Brandon's 6'4, like 230. I'm 6'6, nearly 230. Brian is 6'7, about what, 340, 350? Oh, I'll, I'll take that. Thank you. Okay. And <laughs> I'm the outlier. Yeah, I get it. I'm the outlier. Mike, you're, Mike, you're the outlier, I mean, but we love you. But you're, you could definitely, you're a scrappy Italian. Like, so we got size. But the only thing is, like, they outnumber us. And the only thing I only worry about two people, and that's Jake Paul and Logan Paul, because I know a lot of people shit on 
Logan Paul a lot, but I know he can fucking fight. I mean, obviously he can. Like he can box and he's got a strong wrestling background and he's pretty freaking big. Like he's like six one, probably like one ninety, one eighty five, but he's he's strong. And then Jake, he's he's a good boxer. I'm gonna give credit where credit's due. He's a good boxer. Um, and he's like six one, probably like one ninety, two hundred. Like they're not they're not like they can fight. Nelk boys, I know nothing about, but I've t- I can take one look at him and be like, nah. Mike, I, you hit him once in like the rib cage, he's probably gonna go down. Yeah, um, if you if you're taking all of them, yeah. So I if you if not. it's I think if you're taking everybody included versus us, we're gonna get our ass kicked because we're outnumbered. But all right, this this is legit. This isn't even a joke. All right, lemons aren't real in nature. What do you mean? Like um, they, they they were never naturally created. We genetically created them. We selectively bred a bitter orange and what is known as a citron to make what are now known as lemons. Hey, That's right, we did. So I life never life that. never gave us lemons. We made them our fucking selves. Wait, I this, love that analogy. Was this was that a whole that's, setup for a joke? No, that's not a joke at all. That's a legitimate fact. Brian, Brian, too many bees. What do you Google? That was just I was a fucking post I saw the other day on Instagram. You concern me. No, I mean, look, I, look, I listen to your ketchup sandwich, boy. What's your, okay? What's I was your, like four years old. Brian? We're not gonna go there. We're not. Gonna, <laughs> all right, all right, look. lowercase d. What's your, what's the next? No, yeah, makes sense. Nobody's gonna get that. Don't you call I, me that? I, I think it's funny. I think it's funny. Is, literal user ID name or is freaking cyber snail. Like what? what yeah, is it? it's well, okay. How I I literally uh, I got that name okay because I was like sixteen or whatever when I created it, but I thought it was clever. Okay, the only reason being, obviously, uh, for cyber snails because number one, I love technology and I love like the cyberpunk shit, and then snail because I suck at technology and I'm really slow at all that kind of shit. So that's I, how I got. I actually pretty knew the reason why. Yeah, that's pretty good. I've known you for like how long now? Like sixteen <laughs> years. <laughs> I had to think. I've known you for like sixteen years, and I still have not known that. So that's actually very interesting. Thank you for sharing. Please don't. No problem. Please don't no ever problem. tell us that again. I would really absolutely. I will absolutely do. I, in fact, I, in fact, I hope the rest of your week is terrible. Thank you, Devin. I no. really appreciate it. Mike, Brian, I hope you guys have the most fantastic week. Brandon, I, I just hope it sucks, man. I hope Fuck it's you. hard. Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck you. I'm, I'm, I'm joking. I'm joking. better than your than this one. You, I you, hope so. You know I love you, Pookie Bear. I know, I know you do. But okay, speaking yeah, of which, yeah, when yeah. we when we created this yeah, podcast, um, I'm slowly starting to get into it now. Uh, what? Thank you. Continue. <laughs> when uh, when we first well, started this podcast, uh, podcast. What oh my God, podcast. I had a when uh, we were discussing topics. Okay, and this was before the even conception came up. Okay, and basically what we were doing is we were just slinging around topics to what we could talk about and elaborate on. And my topic that I'm always fascinated on, until this day, I always read stuff about it every couple months, is national park disappearances. Okay, oh. now look, now look. Everyone that is listening right now, you're probably thinking, wow, okay, who gives a shit about Yellowstone Park? I'm not talking about that, okay? I'm talking about people that go into national parks and they just disappear without a trace. Just to put some clarification on what he means by that, when, yeah, like you said, when we were first shopping around topic ideas, he said that, and my, (laughs) my first reaction was, Brendan, who the fuck wants to talk about the people <laughs> not going to see national parks anymore. I like, thought the I thought the same thing. Everyone, yeah. everyone did. So yeah, I, everyone, did. I was getting so heated because I thought he was messing with me at first and then he was getting heated about it. I was like, why is he so passionate about people not going to look at trees? <laughs> I, I, thought, I always thought it was about murderers. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. But, but then he elaborated. And I was like, oh, like, see, that makes more sense. I, I always think it's fascinating, right? Because like you, you have these parks that are huge and you have these people that go in some experienced and some not. I just want to ask you guys, if you were to go into one of these parks, like one of these massive national forests, what would you bring with you? Would you what, like, seriously, Brian, you go first. Cause you, you have, uh, I need to bring in the conversation here. What would you bring with you if you were to go hiking or anything like that? Ooh. Um, like, like legitimately or like- yes, legitimately. 
Are we preparing ahead of time? Like, we prepare for this, or is this like last second grab what you can find? This is like, uh, I would say grab what you can find. Like, there's like an emergency, and you got your car parked out in the parking lot, and you're about to head in. Grab what you can do. What what, what what are you bringing? All right, I would say obviously some some sort of fire starter, most likely a tent, some sort of like big ish knife, at least for like anything I would probably need, like when it comes to like whittling or anything like that. Mm -hmm. Uh, Depending on which park and if there was a situation with the wildlife, maybe something else to help me defend myself. But other than that, just a canteen for water and maybe some snacks, and I'd be all right. Okay. Okay. Mike, what about you? Um, I mean, pretty much the same thing. Okay. Okay. Devin? I mean, all honesty, if we're like, if I'm rushing out of my house to for an emergency to go into the forest, which doesn't make sense, but okay. Um, emergency camping trip. Go. Like, no, I'm, I'm probably grabbing a lighter first and foremost. Um, and then I'm grabbing a big knife, like buck knife or machete, because I have plenty of guns at my house. But like, I'm gonna run out. Of so I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna bring a big knife and whatever I can use that for. You know, I'm gonna limit what I have to carry, so, honestly, so I don't have to get tired or lug everything around. Probably yeah, just a I backpack mean- with you know a canteen and maybe just a couple granola bars just for some quick en- energy and, um, you know maybe. A poncho, um, and ponchos are ponchos are so useful. I used to make fun of those all the time in school, but they are so damn good. They that's why awesome. I'm bring I'm bringing the poncho, a lighter, a big knife, like a machete, um, and then maybe just like a compass. You're gonna need a compass because your phone's gonna run out of battery. And yeah, sure, I'll bring a portable charger, but what then the portable charger dies. You're not exactly. gonna have any service. So that's probably what I'm bringing. It's just the thing is like. When you talk about people disappearing, are you talking about like them, you know, being underprepared or just like, like what are you getting at? Um, okay, so for some for some reason, the oh, I'm sorry, go ahead, Brian. I'm confused now too. I I, I initially thought this was going to be like something like, oh, you know, serial killers killing people in national parks, or was this all just about people being dumbasses and getting lost in parks and then dying on unfortunate circumstances? So some of them are people that are prepared. Like there were, there are people that um, are very prepared to go in, and sometimes they don't yet they don't ever find them. And the only reason they know that they're missing is because their car or their backpack was left at a campsite, and they never find them. Okay. For instance, the most the national park with the most uh, disappearances is Grand uh, Grand Canyon. Now, that's kind of terrifying because to think about it, if you take one wrong step, one wrong step, and you're at a height like that's it, you're gone. Like no one, no one's gonna find you. And the thing is, the Grand Canyon is so huge, like it's impossible to do search efforts. So. There are people that are underprepared that just go in and they think they can do it. And then all of a sudden, within a couple hours, they're like, oh, shit. Now, not only am I lost, but I am so underprepared with no food supplies, no weapon to defend myself. It's it's honestly terrifying to think about that. Here's the thing is, though, I don't feel bad for the people like that. Like, I saw a video recently of a guy. There's railings there. Like, it's kind of hard to fall into the Grand Canyon or anything like that. There's railings mm-hmm. there. I saw a video of a, I saw, well, no, here, hear me out. I saw a guy, he wanted to get a better shot of the canyon. So he climbed over the safety railing and ended up falling. He lived, he somehow lived, but like that was his fault. Like if you're going to the Grand Canyon, you're not going to just hike down because you can't just go hike down. It's, you have to get certain tour guides you have to go and get and they can take you down in the Grand Canyon. You can't just go hike the Grand Canyon because some people do. that's that's exactly my point those are the people that i don't feel bad for because they do it illegally and they go and do that and they get themselves lost because yeah if you get lost in the grand canyon search efforts are futile you're you're probably not going to be good at finding yourself a way back up there's not going to be a whole lot of food sources down there other than god what if you can try and find a fish if you can try you can try maybe some insects um out of snakes and are definitely going to be down there. Like 
I don't feel bad for those people as much because they put themselves in that situation, in a situation where they didn't need to be. When it comes to people going to, you know, big national forests and everything like that, I think with them, it's just like, if you beat, if you go off the trail, like I feel like so many people go off the trail. The trails well, are trails are there for a reason. And then well, the thing is, like, if you're underprepared, know your latitude and longitude, learn it study north south east and west that way you can somewhat attempt to find your way out so you don't keep getting deeper that's where it comes with under preparation people don't know their latitude and longitude people don't know the east east north south east and west so they get the loft deeper they do but the thing is too like for instance i mean this is kind of going off topic just a little bit but in paris right i don't know if you guys know this i think everyone knows this right paris has the infamous catacombs yes there are signs in the catacombs that literally say if you go off this trail or you do not stick with the tour guide and you go off of it even for a few minutes there is no chance that we are finding you that is terrifying because the moment you go off one of the the roped ends or like you know all that kind of stuff you're you're done you're done there's no light source down there there's no no one's going to find you and the problem is even Paris, like the French government, doesn't even know how deep the catacombs go. Even uh, during occupation, when the Nazis were in World War II, they had no idea how deep they were. Every time the German soldiers used to go down there, they were like, how the hell are we supposed to find out? Like, they couldn't even map it. It was hard to map because it's so it's so uh, it's so fascinating to me, honestly, like with with everything, with national parks, you know, mysteries, all that kind of stuff. I just think it's fascinating. I don't, I don't know. Uh, that's another thing, like again that's their fault like i don't feel bad for those people because they go and do that um like well, if, like i don't feel bad it's like somebody says hey don't go off trail or else we will never find you i'm gonna go off trail i'll find my way back that's their fault when it comes to people disappearing it's like it's just crazy for them to get lost in some of these circumstances because they do under prepare but the people that don't under prepare i feel like it's more like natural causes like you know they slip and fall somewhere and they're deep in the woods you know you know you know there's no way you know rescue efforts are going to find them in time depending it, on it, the severity it you could know? be I mean, and then, the and, thing is too with predators natural predators oh, yeah. too. that's why a lot of people can't be found because probably a lot of them probably a lot of people get eaten by the wildlife and their remains are you know probably very scarce and the thing is uh there was a story about the paris catacombs where a um I, I, I know there was two kids that went off the trail for about 30 minutes, right? They were in, they were down in the uh, French catacombs and they were taking a tour guide. And the tour guide specifically told everyone before they went down there, they said, hey, look, um, stick, uh, stick with the group. Don't deviate from the path or else we're going to have to have rescue teams come down and try to find you. So these two teens went off the, uh, went off the path and they only went off for probably about 15 minutes. Well, when the tour guide turned around, they didn't they didn't see him. So they started trying to find them, and they started backtracking a little bit, and uh, they didn't find the kids until about eight days later, and they were only like a, probably about a mile away, and they they wandered down one of the tunnels, and it was pitch black, and it took like four squads of rescue teams to find them, and they they their phones ran out of battery and stuff Obviously. like that. Yeah, and like you said, Devin, people that are underprepared. You don't, you kind of really don't, you can't feel bad for them. But the people that just go missing or just unfortunately just happen, it's bad stuff, bad luck happens to them. It, it's, it really is very depressing, but I it's also, it makes for good stories. Well, to go back to it, I don't, I don't feel bad necessarily. Like, I don't fault the underprepared people as much. Some people bite off a little bit more than they can chew. That, that happens, but it doesn't mean they underprepare. The only people I don't feel sorry for. And it's just the people that go in blindly or ignore direction. You know, people that are ignorant to it. That's the people, they get themselves, they're warned not to do it or else this will happen. They do it anyways, and exactly what they were warned about happened. That's the only it, people that I don't feel bad for. It and, reminds me a lot of a, um, I know, I, I don't mean to cut you off, Devin, but Mike, Brian, and Devin, did you ever hear about what happened on Mount Everest uh, back in like the 90s? What? No. I mean, there's been a there's been a lot about Mount Everest. Yeah. Like, what okay. are you? What specific thing are you talking about? Okay, so I had to do a research project in high school, and it was about a book. I forget what the book's. I, oh, I never mind. I actually I remember the book's name. It was called Into Thin Air. 
Okay, I don't know who did anybody read it when they were in high school at all. I I spark noted that. Okay, yeah. Brian, I've Mike. never heard of that. Okay, well, into thin air for those. I, of you I, I don't get, know. It, it sounds like it's not going to be a very uh, uplifting, happy story. No, it's it's not. It's not. Given it's about a it's about a uh, snowstorm that hits Mount Everest while a whole bunch of climbers are up there and they can't really do anything. It's it's really good book, but while I was researching for it, um, I came across the uh, the page for the fatalities on Everest. Okay, and you would not believe uh, which uh, there was a one that had a cause right next to it that just absolutely stunned me. And you guys want to know what it was? It wasn't it wasn't by hypothermia. It wasn't by um, altitude sickness or anything like that. I want you guys to take a guess. Mike, what do you think? Cannibalism. Well, that, that's reasonable. Brian? Uh, he, he, he uh, started falling down and became a giant human snowball and crashed through the bottom. <laughs> and like unfortunately didn't make it. No, no. I mean, that's, that'd be pretty funny, though. But Devin? Abominable snowman. He was snowboarding. He was snowboarding Mount, On Mount Everest. Everest. He he went to the top, went to the very top, and then he wanted to be the first guy to snowboard down Mount Everest. An idiot. And he and they could, they can't find him. Stupid. Yeah, they, they can't find him. They they still don't know where his body is. Oh, there's a lot of bodies up there that they don't know about. Like, do yeah. you know? You know what's the crazy thing is like. There's landmarks of dead people on Mount Everest. Like yeah, Rainbow the, Road or something. Like the, like like the famous, like the, like the famous green boots guy. Like everyone talks about, like the famous green green boots. Like you see them and you pass them by. You always see them. And it's like that's so sad that like the famous landmarks in Mount Everest are just the people who died trying to scale it. What's well, it's, it's so, a haunting? It's a haunting thing. It's a haunting real, thing. real, real quick. Probably the one of the worst parts of Mount Everest that I've heard of. It's either it's either called like Brandon said, a Rainbow Road, a Rainbow Valley. It's essentially just a crevice that's just a slice out, like in the snow and the ice. That's just rainbow from all the different colored corpses of the different colored snow jackets that are at the bottom. Yeah, yeah. It's wild. Uh, I would like to go right up to a uh, a little a little bit of a more lighthearted topic. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. Sorry, go ahead. We've been talking about a lot of depressing shit so far today. It's been dark. <laughs> a lot of violence. A lot of darkness. Um, I I have a little goofy segment here where, uh, if you guys are down, uh, it's essentially I'm gonna I'm gonna describe some places. All right, I have four here. I'm gonna describe okay. them in decent detail, and I want you guys to tell me if you think they're real or fake. Strip All right? club. All right. No, Devin. All the right. Strip club is real. <laughs> I know. All right. First one is the underwater town of Kensico. It is a it is a town that was uh, a thriving town that within a week was completely um, flooded by water that the government of the town wound up building a dam, diverting a massive body of water to flood the entire town so that it would not flood Manhattan. That sounds real. Yeah, that, that sounds real. Actually. It sounds like a very New Yorker thing, so <laughs> I'm going to say real. You are right. No, that is legitimately real. Uh, it actually freaked me out a bit when I first heard about it, and a lot like it's actually right by you. It's it's right by us, Mike. And sometimes if it's if it hasn't rained in a while, you can see you can still see the uh, if you drive by, you can still see the top of the chapel. Wait, 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 that's where, wait, 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 wait. So what? Next time I come up, you got to show me where. Like, where is it at? Up by uh, uh, it's it's about twenty minutes, half hour. Uh, from us, roughly. Um, it's the most well-known part of it is the Kensico Dam now, um, but that's the dam that was created, and it's 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 since been renovated. But it's been the town has been underwater for so long now. Some parts of it still are standing. Wow! And the, next time, the next time I come up, you got to show me. I, I oh, want to yeah. see that. All right, next, 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 next. Uh, the town of and this is uh, this is good. I'm gonna butcher the hell out of this. Uh, Kumu Gakuri, also known as the ancient village hidden in the clouds, is an old Japanese village that has been maintained for centuries and sits at the base of the slope of Mount Fuji. That's Fuji. That, that, that's I, true. I, I'm a big fan of Fiji water, so I'm going to say true. That's no, Devin. Oh my God. No. F Fuji is. Oh my God. I, love yeah. I do like Fiji waters, but I'm going to say true. That sounds like something that'd be real. I, I feel like that sounds. I feel like it sounds like it'd be fake. I don't know. 
But I, I mean, I think I, I'm assuming it's it's probably real. But I, I don't know. I feel like we should climb Mount Everest. Let's do the fir- first podcast. No, not the one. Not the first podcast. Do, with the first podcast ever on Mount Everest. Come on. I I almost guarantee if I Google it right now, there will be some other podcast that's done it already. No, they haven't. There's no way. There's no, I'll Google. Google I'm, I'm, I'm Googling it right now. There's literally a line to get up to the top of the Mount Everest all the time. All the time. You got to wait to get up there. Fucking terrible. No, but Brian, I, I think only reason why I say true is because Mount Fuji in Japan is like a very like uh it's a very big symbol for them. And not only that, too, but they have so many, and I mean so many uh abandoned villages in Japan. Like it's not even funny. Like they have a problem with abandoned buildings out in rural areas that they're just giving them away to free, uh giving away for uh for free for uh local residents. So that, that has to be true. Has to be true. All right. Well, I appreciate you guys all saying that it's true uh, because it's hundred percent fake. Uh, Kurogakori is the Japanese translation of it is it is called the village hidden by the clouds or hidden in the clouds. It's from Naruto, so that's not real. Well, Mike, you didn't even know that. Are you kidding me? Believe it. Come also, on. Also, nobody's ever done a podcast on Shut top of Mount Everest. Right. I no, just done a podcast, but they've climbed it as whatever. No, I just can't, I, can't I, stay I, up there for you. Long. Know, you you guys have fun. I'm not climbing Mount Everest. Anymore. I'm not. I'm not climbing Mount Everest either. All right, bro. Mike, you, you and me, baby. <laughs> Why did you guys have to? Bring all right, all right, all right. Next, <laughs> next, next is the. This is literally what's called the unclaimed baggage center of Alabama. It is a mall-sized building in Alabama where you can purchase old, lost lug, lost or abandoned luggage. Bro, that's, that's gotta be real. That's the most American thing I think I've ever heard. That's gotta be real. Brandon, it's a is giant... it American, Devin? Is it American? Are you Brandon, sure? seriously? Go swallow a samurai sword. <laughs> you mean a katana? Oh my god. Learn your verbiage there, mister. I, I have to say real. I'm gonna say real on that one. That that that's Wait, can you say yeah. that again? Yes, the unclaimed baggage center uh of Alabama. It is a mole-sized building in Alabama where you can purchase old and abandoned luggage from across the United States. They're basically like storage units where you get to auction them and shit. So yeah, I, w- I would say it's real. 100%. Uh, yeah, I, I feel like that's something Alabama would do. Well, you guys are all correct. It is 100% real. Is there, a website? is there a website for that? I don't yeah. know. There's got to be. Ryan's going to go on that website right away. Going on Bing right now. <laughs> I'm doing it now. Discount code. Cyber snail at checkout. All right. The next place is known as Tarkus Castle. It is an ancient castle of medieval England owned by the late Lord Blueford. And he, he had <laughs> owned a massive estate. <laughs> Blueford. He owned a massive estate that was notorious for its well-known amount of torture chambers and its incredible walls. The estate is mostly known for its golden sword symbol. Wow. I mean, that, no, I feel like that. I don't know why I don't have any reasoning, but I feel like that's fake. It just doesn't no. sound real. That, that, that sounds real because they have so many, uh, they have so many medieval castles. Like, yeah. for instance, Vlad the, uh, Vlad the Impaler, all that kind yeah. of shit. So, yeah, I'm going to say, yeah, they do, Devin. Yeah. Lowercase D. Don't you just yeah. know, every, you know everything, don't you? You should, you should really Google that. You know, you why, should really Google that. Why don't you read a book? I, 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 bet, I, you, I bet you read books. I bet you shower I do read naked. Books. I bet you I shower do. naked. I, I use water, too. Oh, yeah. yes, Brian. You, really? you, you, yeah, have, I do, you I do. have to use soap? No, I don't use it. I don't. You'll just spray yourself with axe and you walk out the door and you find <laughs> Yeah. No, that, that's Mike. Mike's a middle school locker room for that. You know, he likes to take the spray can, you know. No, I I knew a guy whose hair used to be so greasy because he would he would actually do that instead of showering. He would just oh. like, can himself with an entire bottle essentially of Axe body spray. Was nasty. I forgot uh. who that was. I remember that too. Actually. I'm gonna <laughs> say it was weird. Brian, you I'm gonna say showering your underwear. So, I mean, dude, I know Mike. Okay, first of all, I have swimming trunks. Okay, okay, first of all. That's what I do, and I also have my rubber ducky on my other side. So you would have. I, I bet you wear float. I bet you wear floaties when you eat soup because you're afraid you're going to drown. Dude, why are you personally attacking me right now with all these, you know, true it's e- insults? Because it's easy. Brian, right, I'm going to well, say I'm going to I'm going to say it's so, true though. So right now, true. Devin thinks it's false, or did you think it was true, Devin? No, I think it's false. Devin thinks you're it's wrong. false. Brian says true. Mikey, what do you think? Uh, shot in the dark. Uh, Fuck it, true. 
Is is it for sale or is it like a museum? Oh it no, it, it's it's fully made up. <laughs> what? Uh, that doesn't make it, any it sense. Is, though. It, is, it is another another fake place that I made up for giggles, mostly through JoJo's Bizarre Adventure references. No, okay, hold up there, buddy. Hold up there, buddy boy. Luford and Tarkus are so... the two guys that fight JoJo and kill Zeppeli. You son Brandon. of a bitch. You son of a bitch. I, I, you made it sound so real because... I know. Are, I took a little bit of time with this segment, Brandon. Thank there, you. There literally are uh, castles like that. You, oh, I know. I, would I, you get, listen, medieval England is a wild fucking place, all right? Dude, I would I, love I to be... One more. I have wow. one more. I have one more location, gentlemen. All right, we're Go all ahead. doing pretty good. Most, most, everybody's batting at least above five hundred right now with our with uh, guessing correctly. The final place, simply known as Snake Island, because I'm not going to try to pronounce the actual translation. Uh, averaging one deadly snake per square meter, this island is located off the coast of South America, and it is home to some of the world's most dangerous and venomous species of snakes. It is closed to the public for obvious reasons. It's yeah, true. Pr- it's true. I've I watched a documentary about that. Oh, did you, Devin? Did you? Wow. Yeah, in fact, I did. Yeah. Wow. You're the kind of guy that would watch documentaries. You're the kind of guy that would name himself Cyber Snail. <laughs> Boom. Cyber Snail. <laughs> Mike, no. <laughs> oh, no. Not the nicknames. Yeah. So, uh, so, I mean, so Brandon is considering how passionate real. Devin was about watching that documentary i'm assuming i could i mean i, I watched I, the documentary it, i mean listen true. brandon i could I be on li- the internet oh you're re- you're painfully unfunny but you're i could be lying at- you're you're pain <laughs> you are painfully average at I, it, it is it is a hundred percent true it is a hundred percent true that there's snake island all right so yes. Devin and brandon both say yes mike do you agree do you do you follow the crowd or do you uh i mean uh, i've said real all all the other times I'll go, go real, go real, yeah. real, real again. You gentlemen, you're all you're all very sharp tonight. That is completely true. Snake Island is a real place. It is legitimately off the coast of Africa. It legitimately has one poisonous snake per square meter, and I think we should nuke it because why the hell do we need an island that is full of snakes? How big is it? Go. Oh, uh, I, think I think it's we like go. I think it's like ten square miles or something like that. First what? podcast on Snake Island. Yeah, yeah, the first yeah, ever Snake Island podcast. Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. Can we book a trip? 106 acres. Holy crap. Okay, that's actually pretty solid. 106 sizable. acres of fucking snakes. My God. Jeez, that's so many snakes. That's well, Devin, it is. Legitimately. Brandon, I'm seriously going to come it. down to Virginia, and I'm going to kick you in the throat. The only reason I'd even ever heard of Snake Island is because I saw a skit of a comedian talking about it. It's like, yeah, let's nuke Snake Island. Why haven't we nuked Snake Island? Why do we need Snake Island? Who really cares that much about snakes? It's true. I don't. I'm a photo snake. Good I'm a, a photo snake. This, uh, this noxious island is so full of snakes, people can't even visit. Damn. I want to see an aerial footage of that, though. Oh, dude, check it out. I've oh, looked yeah. up Google Photos of it before. People have gotten some good photos. It's it's creepy. Like, it's so weird. Yeah, there, there's, a, there's a couple of places like that. They got Cat Island in Japan for obvious reasons. I mean, why would you not? They have, like, uh, I think in, I don't know where it is. It's like, uh, they have a whole island filled with dolls. Ooh. Oh, that, I've heard about that. Yeah. Weird. I don't know where it's at, though. I don't know where it's at. I just I just sent the video in the group if you guys want to check it out. There's a legit check it out later. For it. Yeah, check it out later if you want. An island oh, full of dolls. What's it called? Well, doll um, Island. <laughs> island. <laughs> doll Island. Yeah. There you go. Let me let me see. It's I think it's somewhere in uh, Doll Island. Also, Brandon, why do you Mexico. why do you know that? Uh, I like paranormal and dis- I like watching depressing shit almost half the time. Yeah, well, it's called island, the- of the de- island of the Dead Dolls. Yeah, it's called yeah Island of the oh. Dolls. Yeah, yeah. This is in tequila. Oh, wow. Tequila. Uh, it is in Mexico City, south of the center of the Mexico City. So it's a, yeah. It just I think the whole point of the uh, island. I might be wrong on this, so don't quote me. Uh, there was a a man who lived there. And I think his daughter passed away. So he just made dolls. And any dolls that floated ashore, he would just hang them up in the tree for just to remember his daughter. That's creepy. That's weird. Uh, that's creepy. Yeah. Especially at night. It's not bad in the daytime, but really bad at night. Hey, Brian, do you, do you believe in like ghosts and shit? I do 100%. Yeah. That 
we should definitely do a podcast about that. We should definitely do a topic about ghosts because I got a lot to say about that, especially I, where me and Brandon grew up from. Yeah, there, dude, sure, I've we should have done that for Halloween. Brandon, yeah, we uh, that would have uh, been good. Hey, Brandon, I'm I'm still annoyed. We still didn't talk about the clowns. We'll get we'll we'll save that for we'll make a horror episode because Brandon used to live in a haunted house, so that'll be a fun topic I, to I talk did. about. I did, yeah. It, it was I I've had so many weird things uh, happen to me, and I still have some like odd someone, things here and there. Like someone got possessed by a demon. No, not that. No, not that extreme. No, thank God. No, but, his. We'll explain later in another podcast episode because that will make for some good stories. Yeah, right, I, I we... love, the the horror stuff is. I, I love talking about horror. Horror is fun. I think I think horror is really fun to talk about. Uh, you know how you guys were all giving like all those fantastic stories the other day about like weird things that happen at work. Yeah, and just like weird weird people talking to you in the bathroom or at the gas station and stuff. Yeah. I I was working today and there was this uh there's this new guy that uh started there and he's really 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 Asian. Uh you want to know how Asian he is? How Asian is he? <laughs> His pronouns are he yeah. Brian, you can't you can't see me but I'm physically cringing. <laughs> I am oh. Damn, I, I don't even want to laugh, but yeah, I, have to I, laugh. That, I didn't want to I didn't want to laugh you want to talk about. I didn't want to laugh but he put so much passion into that I had to giggle a little bit. He was I proud of that one. I'm doing it right oh, now. He's like, yeah. uh, he was proud of that one. I'll, I'll well, take my pity. I'll tell you what, then you can I just like do it. your little Stupid joke of the day, if that'll make you happy for each episode, that'll be great. It's not oh, that, that, that's, that's only if I find a good one that you guys haven't heard. Okay, that's fair. So, just to you know, get everybody's mind off of that horrendous thing that Brian just said. Listen, um, all right, this episode is good. Really we need to brighten it up a little bit, all right, with my humor. <laughs> but, um, yeah, my first episode with the microphone, and uh, <laughs> it was pretty dark. There's a lot of death, <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's pretty dark. Yeah, I oh, love well, I'll lighten the mood here a little bit. You know, what what is a silverware podcast without talking about some sports? Because we talk about everything and anything other than silverware, right? And we tend to talk about sports a lot. So I got this one goes out to all the Jets fans across the nation. So Mike, I know you're in here, obviously. Yeah. But is he? Where's Mike at? Not talking to you, Brandon. But. <laughs> To all my Jets fans out there, I'm not a Jets fan. I'm cultured, and I'm a Packers fan. Um, do you guys think it is smart or reasonable for Aaron Rodgers to come back and play at all this season, given that 79 days ago he tore his Achilles tendon? What do you guys think? Uh, speaking as a Jet fan, um, I personally oh, – Mike, there you are. Brian, shut the fuck up. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, as a Jeff fan, I I personally don't want him to come back. There's no point in him coming back other than if we have a chance at the playoffs, which I I saw today. We have a 0.4 percent chance of making playoffs. Ooh. So we are 15th out of 16th in the AFC, and uh, by those standards, I mean we 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 we're not going to make the playoffs. So. I, I don't want him to play. There's no reason for him to play. Uh, I know Devin has <laughs> De- – we went back and forth in our uh, fantasy football group look, chat. Look, that <laughs> fantasy – I love pretty much everybody in that group chat, but gosh darn it, I'm not naming names. There's some bad takes. There's some bad takes in that group chat. And, and there are. And I get it. Aaron Rodgers went uh, undergoing experimental – you know, Achilles surgery, but it doesn't matter. I think people don't understand the severity of an Achilles tear. It is a very tough injury to come back from. It takes like a year of rehabbing and healing to get better. And he's coming back in what, three months? What is for the play, possibly one or two games for a team that's not going to make the playoffs? Why risk it? Why? This is on the Jets organization and Aaron Rodgers. Why would you even want to chance it with that abysmal offensive line? Well, to chance re- I mean, no, no, his, no. Highla- his highlight reel so far this season has been phenomenal. I mean, have you Brandon, seen him carry out the flag? <laughs> <laughs> I hate but, you, Brandon. As I was saying, to go back on that, there's literally nothing to gain from that. Why not just make sure you will be 100% healthy? 
build an offensive line, grab another offensive weapon in the receiving core, and just get ready for next year because you can have a really good team next year. He's risking all of that success and tarnishing his legacy by coming back to play. Because like, if he comes back and plays, there's a good chance he re-injures it, and he won't play again. Like, He needs to go out on a high note, and I'm biased about this a little bit because – Are you now? I, I lo- well, I love Aaron Rodgers, and I want him to go out on a high note. He's always going to be a Packer. That's fine, but I want him to. I want him to go out and like win MVP again, or like possibly a Super Bowl with the Jets. And if he does, if he comes back, I think he's really risking injury, uh, re-injuring it, and ending his career. And I, I feel like any Jets fan who thinks that it's a good idea for him to come back or is a, is for it is delusional. I, I think is absolutely delusional, and they need to wake up. Yeah. So the. The one, uh, the one person in our group chat that had the argument of him coming back. But mind you, this is the only kid that he's a Jets fan, and this is the only kid, the only person that actually wanted him to come back. He said um, that for team morale to watch them win, it will be huge going into next season. If he comes back out there and he wins, it's big for the team morale to get him hyped up for next season. What, what do you say about that? They're gonna get hyped up anyways. He's coming back. He's gonna be. Yep. It's gonna. Why would they be hyped? Oh yeah, we won a meaningless, meaningless football game with Aaron Rodgers. It, it'd be more hype to build him up. Remember how big the hype was coming into this season. Now oh, yeah, imagine. Now imagine his comeback from his injury in his first drive. The hype's gonna be even more real. And like oh, the I, thing is, I agree. The hype is not worth the risk. And people that are saying the it's for team morale and it's for and it's hype and it'll hype them up, they're delusional. They know nothing about football. They know nothing about injuries. So when they say stuff like that, it's not only ignorant; it's just flat out stupid. Well, Brian, what do you think? Uh, what do you think about it? I'll I'll say this, genuinely, as just a sports fan in general, I don't think that it's a good it's a good move. I do not think it is a good move for Aaron Rodgers to come back from this. Yes. He his whole mo in recent years has been proving the medical industry wrong. Sure, he gets off to it, whatever, with his little like hanging on the dark experimental drugs and whatever stuff. That's fine. Do what you want. He's a grown man. He can do what he chooses to do. At, for a sport, from a sports fan perspective, there is no point in him coming back this season at all. Morale sh- or whatever, it doesn't matter. All right, the Jets, if anything would only hurt themselves by him coming back for the possibility of him even winning a game or two right now. The jets don't need to win games. All right. The jets and the giants are essentially in the exact same situation. They both essentially just need to make sure they stay in the top 10 picks for next year's draft. The seasons are over. I'll, I'll say it right now as a giants fan, essentially our season has been over for a couple weeks now. I like what Tommy DeVito has been doing. Don't get me wrong. I like the whole story behind it. Cool. He's a Jersey kid. Literally grew up 20, 15 minutes down the road from MetLife Stadium. Love it. All that good stuff. The team's really embraced him. It's great. But I look at it the same, similar reasons. Both teams really right now to kind of just have to bolster their team, make sure that their main players stay healthy and happy on the team for next season, for when their quarterbacks eventually are fully healthy and ready to play again. In that time, between between now and then, hopefully both the Jets and the Giants bolster their offensive lines, get them a bit better. Hopefully their receiving cores both improve. Hopefully their defenses stay pretty pretty consistently good. And then next year, you never know what will happen. But this year, honestly, especially for the Jets, they're not – Zach Wilson's shot. I don't know if he's ever going to have a decent chance in the NFL ever again. Aaron Rodgers is still com- is coming off from this experimental thing. And I don't think he should play it all this year. Hope he'll most likely, being the guy he is and being as un- honestly cocky as he is, he will want to and will most likely try to force his way or negotiate his way into starting at least a game, if not two, by the end of the season. But Just to get some reps in. It, it just doesn't make sense. I mean, if they were fighting for the playoffs, then maybe I could see it. But I still wouldn't even risk it. But, if, but I could see him trying to come back if they have a chance to get into the playoffs or no. make a run. If they if they were sitting with if they were sitting at like what like like nine and two or something right now, 
Like that. Well, actually, no. If, <laughs> Raymond's not if, if they were like nine and two or something, I still don't think it makes sense for them to come back because they'd be winning. But if they were sitting kind of middle of the road, you know, fighting for a chance at the playoffs, and you know, those last two games could be, you know, do or die. I could maybe somewhat understand him trying to come back, but still, even then, I still don't think it's worth, you know, re-tearing it. I, I mean, I don't. I'm not a medical guy. I might. I don't know what they did to his leg. I don't know what type of experimental surgery went into it, but all I know is a torn Achilles is a very serious injury and it's a long recovery process. And the fact that he's looking at playing in a couple weeks is not only I, astonishing, it's stupid. It's I just wanted to add that. Yeah. I just wanted to add this also like just because he's medically cleared, even when he comes back, he's not going to be a hundred percent. There's, there's no way. Like, even when you come back from a torn ACL, even when you come back from spraining your ankle or something, you're not 100% when you, when you come back right away. Like, it, it takes a little bit of time for, for it to, like, really fully heal. That, at, that's funny you said that because that's 100% true. Everybody's, uh, you know, the misconception is that, oh, you're medically cleared. You're 100% ready to play. The amount of times that I was medically cleared to, you know, participate – doesn't mean I was ready to play. I remember I had a shoulder injury where medically I was cleared to participate in practice. I sat out another game because I physically couldn't play yet. It wasn't ready. It was I was in too much pain and I was too stiff. Um, yeah, j- you're 100% right. Just because you're medically cleared doesn't mean your body's done healing and it doesn't mean you're you're ready. Your body's ready to play. It just means you can participate. It's that that's where it's like the choice of Aaron Rodgers comes in and the fact that he's so for it makes me a little bit sketched out even when yeah. you see guys coming back from a torn acl injury the, even their first year they're not 100 healthy perfect like Brees hall on the jets uh, like another jets player coming back from an acl injury he has to work his way back coming into you know the season they gave him limited reps they gave him limited snaps and then as the season progressed yeah you know they increased their snaps a little bit but especially with rogers well he doesn't have the luxury of like, all right, you, you can come off the field and limiting snaps. No, you're the you're the fucking quarterback. You gotta be in there for every single snap, every single play. And, and also, you know, you're 39 years old. You don't have a lot of time left. Why risk it? Yeah, I, I, it's just it's just the point to be proven. Honestly, I, that's all they're trying to do. They're trying to get the media to stir up just so they know to get like ticket sales and stuff like that. You know, it's it's. It's a common sports thing, trust me. I think Aaron's just going to be sitting out for the rest of the thing. He's just trying to hype up the guys. That's oh, I don't, th- I don't think he'll play either. If he does, uh, I'm going to be genuinely shocked. Um, but I mean, the fact that it's it's a consideration, it just shows how delusional a lot of sports fans are. Well, all I'll say on that matter is if he does come back, I just hope that the last game of the season or whatever game he does come back is not at MetLife Stadium. Because we do not need another, as, oh, no. we do not need another random occurrence injury, career-ending or season-ending injury to happen at MetLife Stadium this year. We've had more than enough. That stadium's cursed, bro. I swear. Honestly, you're not wrong. It's it's. I don't know if it's the turf. I don't know if it's this. I don't know what it is. Yeah, I I, I don't know like because I I remember looking it up like with the turf thing. There's no like it, it says there's no like correlation between injuries and turf versus grass but i mean but it seems it seems wild there seems like there's so many more injuries in recent years than almost ever i mean the game yeah. the game's evolving people are bigger stronger and faster you know yeah but people, people are like tearing their ligaments and tearing their acls on non-contact movements well almost the thing every, is, almost every season there's an example of it this year there's been multiple I mean, that's thing that's been going on for a long time. I mean, it doesn't take much to tear an ACL. I mean, I knew a kid from my high school. He was playing soccer. He, he didn't even wasn't even going to kick the ball. He was playing on grass. He just planted the wrong way, and just a step. He was running a straight line. Just stepped weird and tore his ACL and MCL. It's they're it they're easy to tear. It's just sometimes it just takes the wrong movement. Yeah, I mean, to I mean, I think it's honestly turf. Like, if you really take a look at some of the close-ups when, like, the guys tear their ACLs or anything like that, if you really take a look at the turf, it, it has it's just the contact and the way it happens. It's just it's just weird. It really. I is. mean, in my honesty, I've 
played football for so long and I've been on turf for so many years and I've played on grass, I had more problems in grass. I I feel like I've had a lot more stability on turf. Honestly, same. Because like the thing is with grass, I feel like you can get stuck in it a lot easier. I remember this one, like just to wrap things up here, just for an example, um, I had a uh, small ankle fracture my junior year of football. I injured in a game and I went out to finish the season because we had like two games left. And I practiced that Tuesday. No, I practiced that Wednesday. I came back Wednesday. And we were on the grass that day. And I remember um, I was warming up on the turf, planting and everything, and I was fine. I planted weird one time in the grass, and my foot kind of got stuck. And I, like, re I like tweaked it really bad, and I had to sit out the rest of the week. I still ended up playing that week, but it, it I only really got one practice in that week. And the you know, other times I've played on grass, like – and when it was wet, we were slipping and falling all over the place. Whenever it was wet on turf, I had a lot more traction. I, I don't know. It might just be a personal thing. I I personally don't believe turf is a cause of anything, but I just think it's just freak accidents. I just I just think ligaments are easy things to tear, and just it takes the wrong movement just to easily do it. What do you guys think? Put it in the comments. Send us some DMs with more interesting questions. Give us your opinion on these matters. We love getting some interaction. We appreciate everybody sending us some DMs, listening yes. to the podcast, following us on all sorts of social medias. Give us any ideas you want us to talk about, any sort of decisions or conversations you'd like us to have. Uh, we'll, we'll happily shout you out, give you credit for it in the next episode. Um, and potentially soon we might start getting some guests on here to join us. You never know. Yeah, yeah. You never know what's going to happen. Stay tuned. We're going to have a couple good stories coming up. I know I have a couple friends that want to be on the podcast and I want to tell some stories that they have on their own. They gave me a little snippet ideas, and I was like, wow, that'll make for a good episode. Um, Make sure you follow us on the Civil War podcast. That's Civil War underscore podcast underscore. Like Brian said, shoot us a DM. If you got any questions about anything, we'll shout you out. We'll talk about it. You can find us on Spotify, Amazon Music. Where else can you find us, Brian, uh, Brandon? You said Brian. Shut Baby. up. Uh, yeah, you can find us on Spotify, Amazon Music, uh, Apple Podcasts, which I personally use. I know a lot of people use Spotify. Um, and there's a few other places, too. I, honestly, those are just the main ones. I just I would personally just stick with those. Um, but, yeah, that's that's where you can find us. If, and like I said, we, we do apologize for a really, really rough uh beginning i do apologize i'm kind of out of it this week so i'm just trying to bear with uh w- with everything and trying to piece Bro, that opening was funny i i tried i tried man I, that was you're keeping it in you're keeping it in it was not intentional i just had the i had the case of the giggles there i, I sounded like an eight-year-old like an eight-year-old girl going <laughs> because cact my slime cactus or whatever you call me gotcha <laughs> yeah, i love it i love it i love it so much I love it. Thank, so you, guys, much. thank you guys who, who chose to stick with us and listen to the entirety of this week's podcast. If you did yes. try to interact with us on Instagram on our Instagram, if you can put a cactus emoji or just type the word cactus, let us know you listened to the whole episode. We definitely appreciate it. We'll shout give you out a, Belgium, yeah. baby. What the hell and is shout that? Shout out Belgium. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, shout out Belgium. Absolutely. Um, but no, anything anybody else have anything else to add before we uh before we close out here? Mr. Mike, anything? Uh no, shout out Belgium, shout out Kansas, shout out Northeast. Uh, shout out Cali. Yeah, shout out Cali. Uh and I'll close out with this. The only thing I gotta say during this whole podcast, I've been burning a pen with a lighter and now it smells in my room. So I gotta light a candle. There's a reason he ate ketchup sandwiches, folks. Yeah, and raw packets of bacon. Absolutely. Give but- it a try. No, thank you guys so much for listening. We appreciate you. If you got to this point, thank you so much. Remember to interact with us on Instagram. Send us some messages, DMs. We will always answer them. We will always be open to discuss any topics that we can and obviously are allowed to discuss. But other than that, everyone, please stay safe out there. Drive safe. Make sure that you're staying safe as well. And if you have any other questions, comments, or concerns, make sure you DM us at where, Devin? Underscore. Silverware <laughs> underscore podcast underscore. There you go. Thank you so much. Any, any, uh, anyways, guys, thank you so much again for listening. We appreciate you all. We love you all, and you have a good one. And till next time, we'll see you then. Bye, guys. Peace. Peace. Underscore. <laughs> <laughs> see ya.